welcome. This is the Brand Candy Podcast. I'm Sarah, and over there giggling uh, is Susie. Hi, friends. Welcome to the show. How are you, Suze? Episode 151. Feeling, Feeling fun. fun. <gasps> we spent far too much time together. <laughs> I've been listening to the episodes, and you keep doing that, so I was like, she's definitely going to say fun. <laughs> really funny oh this is gonna be a great show we have a lot to say here uh we went to the vmas i think i'm like you put up that post that said my head is still spinning from that is exactly how i felt and i almost still feel like that yeah it was like i was glad i went Uh uh-huh i had fun Uh loved being with you um and seeing all kinds of people and all that but it took a while for me to process everything that went down and yes. what didn't go down. And right. I don't know. What are oh you, my what God. Are your right. Right? Yes. Ugh. Like when you think about it now. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me say something first. Yeah. I think we told you guys how Sarah sent an email to MTB and was like, yo, can I get a ticket or two for the VMAs? Yeah. And. This bitch wrote back. And for the record, there were empty seats there, so uh, yeah, don't pretend like it was like, sold out. And this bitch wrote her back. <laughs> and it was right after she decided, Sarah decided that she wasn't going to go on Champs versus Pros. And the lady was like all passive aggressive and condescending and I'm sort of like, too bad you didn't decide mm-hmm. to do Champs versus Pros, winky mm-hmm. wink. Mm-hmm. And uh, we only give our tickets to current cast members. And Sarah was like... Really? Really? Where's my ticket from last year when I won and the other nine seasons that I was on? (laughs) And technically, I am on this season because you won't quit running the clip of Johnny stealing my money. And that was uh, the end of the conversation because the woman never wrote back because she's a fucking coward. Um, So this is great because Sarah... Sarah's personality is this. So she tells me, she reads me this email, and Sarah's like, kind of shrug. Well, we tried. And I was like, oh, oh hell no. Nope. <laughs> I was like, Sarah, we are going to the VMAs. Mm-hmm. And we did. And I found my own uh, path to Ticketry. Boy, oh boy, did we. <laughs> Straight to the top. Straight to the top. Yes. I don't need you, Lauren from MTV. Mm. Name and names. I should have tagged that bitch in all the pictures. Oh my god, you were on one today. I love hot Susie. I really that is my trigger. We just talked about trigger warnings mm, last episode. Mm-hmm. This is my trigger because I'm like, I gave you my twenties. <gasps> I gave you people my biography, right. my life, yeah. my narrative, my soul for all those years and my the personal details of my life you put on the yes. television and you're gonna treat my friend like crap? Right. Like who are you, bitch? And guess what? This ain't over. Like, yes. I- I'm not done. No. They will be begging me to come to their events eventually. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, I am going to laugh in their faces. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. You know, it'd be funny. We, why don't we, like, if they have a reunion, <laughs> we just throw a party, like, right next door. Just like, you know how Samantha D- B did for the, <laughs> <laughs> the, what is it? The, the, right. the, the, the ball. Was the, it the, uh. Press correspondence dinner. Correspondence dinner. Yeah. The not the correspondence dinner. We'll have a not the real world anniversary party. <laughs> and and I'm Oh, it's funny. There's a diff- difference between Buna Murray and MTV. This was MTV. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That's anyway, totally. the night was. Let, that, let the record be shown. That's how MTV. would you sum oh it up for you personally? Ooh. I would say it was, if any of you guys have heard my Bobby Brown story, <laughs> it was similar to that. Because it was a lot of me getting really excited about seeing people and then doing really dumb stuff and getting really nervous and Susie rolling her eyes. <laughs> no, I I wasn't rolling my eyes. I'm just like, do it. Say hello. Yeah. I mean, what about when I yelled at the Spice oh Girl? God, that was the best. That was like my, my favorite. But also... She was shorter than I thought she was going to be. She's a little nugget. She's super tiny. Tiny. Oh, my God. You guys are going to have to wait. We have to to say this for the Q&A only because you really need to be able to see the video version of the impression I am going to do for you guys of when Susie shouted out to Mel B. (laughs) And just wait because it's so good. Uh, If you want to watch, we'll do a full recap because we ran into all, you know, all the reality cast members. So we have lots of stories. We're going to put it up on patreon.com slash brain candy. And those, um, Q and A's are at the $5 level. Yeah. So we will give you the full scoop. (laughs) It was hilarious. That's all I know. It's great. I mean, if I'm going to go, I'm going to do it good. And you were looking so hot. You look beautiful too. It's fun to dress up. Super fun. fun. Loved it. Yeah, all the smoke and mirrors, all the paint and makeup and the hair and all of it. The blisters on the face. I'll tell you what, I was happy to go home and get into bed. Oh my God, were you excited to be home before 9.30? I was in bed at 9.30. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) That's how, you know, I started 20 years ago. I was like, winning. Um, Right, so... And then my husband had surgery the next morning, so like, whatever. Right. Uh, we've been selling a lot of merch. If you want to check it out, guess what happened today? This is hilarious. What? I get an order that came through. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I go to sort it all out yeah. and I'm getting it ready. And then I see who bought it. Oh my God. Who? Oh my God. I can't wait. My niece slash assistant Dahlia. Are you <laughs> kidding? <laughs> Our employee. I mean, she didn't even know that there was an employee discount code she could have used. I was like... I text her and I'm like, Dahlia, why are you buying merch? Okay, that trait runs in the family because let's not forget, well, let me remind you, I should say, uh, (laughs) of the times I was uh, running an Etsy store and I'd be like boxing up my Etsy thing and I'd go to look at who bought it and I'm like, Susie, why are you buying the stuff from me? I'll give this to you. I think that it's... One thing, though, when as a friend, I want to support your art. Yeah. It's a different thing when it's an employee <laughs> <laughs> yeah. trying, you know, that you pay and then she's spending her money back. Oh. It's like a big circle of money. But yeah. I thought that was hilarious. You can refund her credit card. If you, if you do choose to buy our merch, which you should, we have a lot of great um, designs, most of which are were done by Sarah and are lovely. We ship them all via stamps.com which is the convenient, easy, reliable, and flexible way to get crap out. You don't have to go to the post office. It's so magical. You can do all of your shipping directly from your desk. Don't even leave. You can wear your jammies. It doesn't even matter. If you go to stamps.com right now, you can enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale without long-term commitments. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone on the top of the homepage. It's up in the top right corner. 
and type in brain candy. That's stamps.com. Enter brain candy. Never go to the post office again. That is brilliant. I do love that stamps.com. Hell yes. I mean, I'm never going back. I don't, I don't call the post office anymore. Mm -mm. We do, we do have a PO box so that people can send us stuff. Oh yeah. Which I really enjoy if you'd like to send us stuff. (gasps) Yes. Oh my gosh. I will be decorating an ostrich egg soon for. That's right. Kara from the zoo sent over a gigantic ostrich egg that Sarah is going to doodle on and then they're going to auction off, which is so cool. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, okay, wait. Do you want to get that boombox heating up? <gasps> oh my gosh. I feel like I have to like pick a new, oh, a new beat. Yeah, let's see. What do we got today? Okay, you get our names and, uh, I've got them. I'll get it. I'll get it loading up. Let's this, see. the first one is somebody, um, named Megan who has, she's a single mom. She's a working mom. She's super cool, brainiac. And she has a two year old son named Layton. And she asked if we could do the shout out to him because he is the love of her life. And she, you know, just wanted to give him a little love. How sweet is that? So, yeah, you might want to make it like super lovely. Yeah. For, or hilarious for Layton. You let me know. You let me know. This kind of sounds like last time. Let's see. We got to turn the volume up. It's like a Casio from the 1980s. Is this the Sugar Hill Gang? Mm. Give me that name again. Layton. Layton. Oh, no. Layton. Oh. Mommy's got a song for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, your name is Layton. <laughs> it's Layton. <laughs> You're cute. Cute. Cute, cute, cute. Okay. He's Layton oh. and Mommy loves you. Mm-hmm. She loves you so much. She loves you a bunch. She okay. loves you. Hugs and kisses okay. today. Sarah. Okay, what? That is too much. I mean, you told me to make it good. I didn't say make it long. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> be specific. Um, By the way, did you see how that picture from the VMAs that I posted yesterday of me and you from outside the restaurant? And, yeah. And we were standing by that Oh, wall. my God. I know what you're going to talk about. The fly. The fly on your tit. Yeah, and how somebody was like, hey, you got a little friend there. And I'm like, hey, can you blame him? But seriously, how funny is it? Uh, right. That, and then I thought, <laughs> then I zoomed in, like, people were, like, seeing if my nips were showing or something. Well, you, it was kind of like playing uh, uh, Where's Waldo? <laughs> because I knew there was a fly in the image, but I didn't know where the no, fly was. that's so really funny. that shows you where my eyes went, because they didn't go to your tit. I love I was that. Like, where is the fly? Just so weird. And then I was, I was like, like, "Is this one of those you want to be on a fly on the wall thing?" Right. Like, so is this like a, a metaphor or, or whatever they call it? Uh, the next shout out oh is God, you don't have to do it as no. long. Okay, okay. But I, I feel like I got to get like a new jam. Okay. Okay. Yeah, electronic drummer. Uh huh. I'm just learning about this stuff. Oh, oh. Okay. This is really taking too long. Well. Suze, we're gonna have to make know. the episode longer just to make up for this garbage. I don't know how to work it. Yeah, you did great last week. What Ew, happened? Why isn't it opening again? You know what? You're just gonna have to go oh, acapella. Go. All right. Oh no! Oh no! It's back. Okay. Oh, you ready go. or what? Ready. For Christ's sake, Monica. Oh, we've definitely done a Monica. Oh. Monica, Monica, but not for my friends. 
Monica. Monica. Her name is Monica French. No. Yes. Monica, Monica, her last name is French. Monica, Monica, not from France. <laughs> what are the chances that you would say that? Also French and friends don't really rhyme that well. I don't think I did really that well on that one. I can't believe you said that. That is really but weird. But it's still fun. Her name right. is French. I'm Monica over this. French. Sarah is off the chain today. Mm, mm. In a bad French way. toast. Oh my French God. Fries. Stop it. French fries. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, let's start with a little little newsy stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the gender thing? That is fun. Ooh, yeah, I have so much to talk about that. Go ahead. I'm all ears. Okay. So, well, you tell you say first talk about the link that you sent me or the, oh, the little sure. video that you so sent me about the experiment. So there's a video that we'll put in the newsletter that you can sign up for on our website. Um, and it was a just a test. Mm-hmm. I would. It's not um, scientific. Where um, they had babies that were a boy and a girl, twins, right? Same age, at least. I think yeah. they might have been twins. Yeah. Um, and they, one, like I said, one was a boy, one was a girl. They swapped their clothes so that one appeared to be a girl, one appeared to be a boy, even though they were mixed up, and watched people that didn't know them interact with these babies. And they left them on like a blanket with all different kinds of toys. Mm-hmm. And it was exploring the idea of implicit bias with regard to gender and babies and what, how. Uh, unconsciously, mm-hmm. we encourage certain behaviors. We interact with boys and girls differently, um, and they we encourage them to play with different things. Well, and what if I were to summarize the video? I think one of the points that they emphasized throughout the video is that the way that you play with a boy i mean this is we all know this is the obvious part the way that you play with the boy is different than the way that you play with the girl but the way that you play with the boy helps more in the development of things that i would say put them at a, a better advantage you know well, especially like, in certain fields yes right? in like math, the math in in science uh, um, relating to their world, relating spatial. to their surroundings, spatial awareness, even like how things work. And it was almost like when they played with boys, they were asking them questions about what does that do? What is this? You know, how things work, how things work. Yeah. And with girls with who, what they thought was the girl, right? they, it was much more soft and cuddly and delicate. And they weren't even as physical with the child as well, far as in like a rough way. Yeah, yeah. Letting the child, um, like testing the child's physical limits, I should say. I thought it was funny because then they take the adults out and they would say, which toy did you think was the baby's favorite? Yeah. And for the boy that they thought was a girl, they would say, oh, the dolly. The pink dolly. She loved it. And with the boy, it was, you know, the truck or whatever. But I mm-hmm. mean, and it's interesting to see that that boy was happy to play with the doll. Yep. When given the opportunity. And, um... It's just interesting. Like the 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 adults were, as you said, um, more aggressive in a physical way, mm-hmm. but like playfully. Yeah. But with the girls, they were tender, and you. It's one of those things when you watch, you're like, well, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that when you see it, you're reminded, okay, I'm a person who interacts with kids. No matter who you are, you interact with kids. Watch how you interact. Watch how you talk to them. 
Like, why don't we ask girls how things work? I remember going to the pediatrician with Lincoln at certain ages and the pediatrician saying like, oh, is he, he's into, he's probably into everything that's, um, that, you know, with motion, mm-hmm. cars, mm-hmm. things like that. Why would he prime me? in that way to sort of be like, is he in why instead of saying, what, what is, is your child into? interested in? What types yeah. of toys? And there's no, at that developmental age, there's absolutely no difference between what a little girl should like and what a little boy should like. If anatomically, yeah. Anatomically, yeah. if there isn't, you know, if a little boy is into motion at, okay. Like, I, I guess I should put it this way. The, there are plateaus or there are, there are, developmental stages that children reach and it's not like oh like well i mean in some cases girls will get there faster if it's something like verbal skills but again that's like probably because how we're talking to them but things like um uh, an awareness of self or an awareness of somebody else having a thought or idea that's not gendered it's not like boys develop that faster or girls develop that faster so by the doctor saying like oh he's probably into something like motion that could be just that human beings are interested in mechanics because they're learning about their own mobility and their own, you know, blah, 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 blah. And how messed up that he didn't even include girls in that when it totally could be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've read two different posts in the last week. One was in the Brain Candy Crush, which is like the, our the, our listeners have a little page on Facebook. And the woman said that her daughter, who I think is three, said she wished she looked more like Moana. because, And she was sad because she claims that she looked like a dump truck. <gasps> and oh. so the mom was like... T- dump trucks are strong and like oh good like, yeah and you're strong and had a great response oh. and by the way this kid is adorable yeah. and I, I saw the picture I'm like that's the cutest dump truck I ever did see oh. but she was saying how they say that these sort of um, feelings about our uh, esteem or self esteem or identity mm-hmm. start at three and many girls start to feel that like. I don't look the way I want to look. I see Moana and she's so pretty, or I see whoever on the screen and and uh, in girls especially that there's that longing. Do you remember what Pink said at the VMAs? Right. About how her little girl said that she was ugly because she was like a boy and how she turned that around and said, like, you are strong and yeah. that's what the mom, people say about mommy's haircut. And Oh, my God. Susie and I both cried. Oh, my God. That, that was really both. moving. Really. Really moving. It, but it, I also, uh, I weep also because, of course, it's sentimental and emotional, but it also makes me feel like we're fighting against a tidal wave of yeah. messages. Yeah. And we're the one that's like, no, you're strong and you're great and you're beautiful and it's what's inside. And then, <sighs> you know, uh, also to ourselves, yeah. think about... right all of the things we'd say are to ourselves or about ourselves. Well, I'm really happy because in looking at, uh, in watching that video, I was looking at other, um, uh, 
it got me thinking about other things uh, about like gender stereotyping in children. Mm-hmm. And have you heard about this? I don't. I don't. Calling it a trend is is maybe not the right word, but um, parents who are choosing to raise their kid gender neutral. Yeah. What do you think about that? Hmm, I understand mm-hmm. uh, why. Uh, it sure is complicated, though. Yeah. And even with Emma, we were talking about, like, did I make any mistakes in the interview by, did I ever use the wrong pronoun? And and then I think everybody on Twitter is like, no, he's fine with he, she, or they. Mm-hmm. And that was a relief. Um, I wish there was more of that flexibility with everyone where, yeah. like, if you screw up, it's fine. And yeah. I was telling Sarah, I watched the Tignataro HBO special, the one after she had a double mastectomy, mm-hmm. and that's a fascinating look at uh, gender. She does a lot of uh, material about, because she didn't have reconstruction of her breasts, reconstructive yeah. surgery. And so, and in, in addition to having a short haircut and not wearing makeup, and wearing um, more masculine clothing, like blazers. Mm-hmm. She also now doesn't have breasts, but she identifies as a she and female. And she was talking about how complicated it is and, like, how, you know, going through airport security, you know, and they say we need a female assist or a male assist. And Oh, right. You know, and, it, and she's hilarious. And everyone should watch that special. I showed it to Adam last night, it's, so I watched it again. Oh, yeah? I have think? never heard him laugh harder. Oh my god, that's great! Okay, well he that's perfect. I'll watch it with my husband. Dying. We were in stitches. You oh. know when you like are laughing so hard, you're like pushing yes. each other away. Yes, from each other? I love that. <laughs> like hitting your own knee. It was <laughs> so good. An actual knee slapper. But that issue of like people say they don't want to choose a gender, and that the child can decide eventually. What do you think? Well, I read in uh, in one article it said. And I, uh, these numbers, I'm pretty sure it's roughly about 87% of children who choose to be not, and this is just in one study, to be gender neutral uh, grew up to be heterosexual. So it, there wasn't a link between mm. being gender neutral and, and there being a sexuality. But there was a little bit of a pushback. Um, some experts, like there's a woman uh, who is a, psychotherapist in Beverly Hills who says, and this is a direct quote, she says, every boy and girl child must make a strong identification as a male or female person. Without it, the child feels lost and confused about their own identity. Gender and sexuality are only aspects of a person's identification. The goal is for clarity. Without the male or female gender, clarity of the child is not a full person. And Mm -hmm. I kind of disagree with that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that... A child, I mean, I think we spend up until maybe like our mid-20s, maybe even our 30s for some building our own identity, finding our own identity. I don't think a child knows. Well, if you if you accept gender as a social construct, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I do, then right. it's easier to take on this philosophy of like, what does this have to do with my identity? It's not. Yeah. This made-up thing. Right. Like, you might think of yourself as uh, feminine or masculine, but that's not the same as, like, I am woman. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I grew up very uh, very much knowing that and feeling like I was a woman, but I was raised by a mom who never said, this is for boys and this is for girls. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Well... 
This makes me want to want to talk about something that I guarantee you a lot of our listeners participate in, mm-hmm. but that I'm really not into. Hmm. But I get why people do it. The gender reveal parties. Right. Oh, I think, yeah, we, yeah we've definitely you know, uh, touched on this a bit. Like, they're becoming very popular. And they. I get why it's so fun because I've been pregnant. Yeah. And I know the idea of, like, all you want is to know who is inside of your body. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. And all that the doctor could potentially tell you if you choose to know is the sex. Mm-hmm. And so I get, but I don't like the practice. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Why is that some the biggest deal ever? Why? But they are adorable. What are? The pictures from all those parties. When I'm they have open the it. balloons. You know, it's not for me. It's not like my cup of tea, because I'm the same as you. And I just feel like I want to be very gender neutral with I just want to give them you just start acting differently towards a child mm. when they're when labeled. I yeah, like, yeah. I, so it's I interesting like, and I get to get it. I don't begrudge anyone that if they, no, I don't either. That's your cup but of I tea. think we're starting to see a, sh- a whole culture shift because in the 70s there was no such thing as boy clothes and girl clothes. You know whose clothes I love? Yes. I do. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you have a boy or girl and you're pregnant. <laughs> right. You can still use this service. Latote is our obsession. Um, every time we do a Q&A, we have earrings or a shirt and people are like, I love you. And let, let me guess. It's Latote. Yeah, I love your shirt. I should say, or I love your earrings. Let me get it. It's, it's Latote because it always is. Yeah, it is. So this service is so cool because they send you a box of um, clothes and accessories. Um, you can choose what you want or they can choose it for you. And they send it to you. You wear it as much as you want. You can buy some of the stuff or just send it all back. As soon as you send it back, you get a new box. And that is like the coolest thing ever because there's no limit to right. how much stuff you can wear throughout the month. So you should go to look tote.com it's l-e-t-o-t-e dot com to get started for as low as $39 a month enter promo code brain candy at checkout to get 50% off your first month and once you sign up you'll receive your completely customized tote within days choose between one or unlimited totes a month we of course go unlimited because yeah. I'm no fool uh, just wear what you want and return everything in the mail when you're done. It's that easy. Enter your code brain candy and feel fabulous with fashion delivered right to your door. And like Sarah said, they have maternity stuff. Mm-hmm. They have workout clothes, dress clothes, work clothes. It's Accessories, really cool. Accessories, everything. Um, I really love it. Okay. So yeah. 70s, all the clothes were pretty much gender neutral. Yeah. There are a lot of brands now that are doing that. I Target has done away with gendered bed stuff, bedding. Interesting. I love it. I Where love it. I love this? it. I'm so excited. And so it's this great brand. There are a few different brands. Um, there's one called Pillow Fort. And I think starting in, they said starting February in 2018, there will be no more like princesses and race cars. And it all came from this idea that it says um, Target Senior Vice President and design uh, and product development said that what happens for girls who like princesses and dinosaurs? Like, why can't you like everything? And there was an aisle of pink fairy princesses and ponies and flowers, and she was like, nah, I'm done with this. No more of this. So everything's gendered, like, for everybody. They still have dinosaurs, but there's nothing that makes it, like, a boy dinosaur. And the 
they're so cute. Like, this isn't even an ad for Target. I mean, like, I just, like... <laughs> like That's what's funny. <laughs> this is just, like, me talking about it. And then there are other, um, like, they're really cute clothing lines. Like, the one, there's one called Toka Boca, which I think is an adorable name anyway, that does, like, all <laughs> cute science-y t-shirts and things like that. Yeah, I know that things have come a long way with that regard. Yeah. We still have a long way to go. Yeah. But, you know, my kid's bedroom is purple, um, and ha- most of his stuff in his room is not what you would call boy yeah. l- looking. Yeah. Um, and he has pink tennis shoes. That he loves. That he loves. He loves to tell me about how I don't have pink tennis shoes. <laughs> he told me that the other day. That's one of the reasons I'm sad about him going to school, though, is because that age <sighs> of innocence will mm. end. You know, he might mm. still choose to wear pink, but he will have an awareness of what... I wonder what- if it'll be cool. I hope. I hope so, too. It might be. I don't know. I'm not Because I've heard that from some, like, I have a friend who's an L.A. mom, and her son, like, it was cool when he wore his pink shirts. Okay. Well, let's, I'll report back after I I can't wait to hear. Um, Okay. Did you watch, or did you read that article about the evolution? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is... This has been going on for a long time, and they've never been talking. Nobody's telling us about this. Tell them about the article. Okay, so so there were people who were studying these sea snakes in uh, Australia, was it? I think so. Australia. So they're very specific kinds of sea snakes, and they're always black and white, black and white, black and white. They've always been black and white. And the people who were researching were noticing that in areas where um, there was devastation of the coral reefs the snakes were and they were like soot covered like yeah, they soot had covered. they were like oh yes 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 there were there was like ash remain like heavy metal remains in the water like toxicity levels that were high in the water and all the snakes have become black and they're like what the heck happened to the white scales mm-hmm. and it turns out that there is something called industrial mutation. Isn't that the right word? I yeah. believe it is industrial mutation. Right. Where animals that live in heavily, like urban populations or populations that are heavy in pollutants mm-hmm. will evolve to like, and there are different ways that they evolve. Like there's some kind of industrial mutation where like if you're a white moth that had spots on it and now you live in a place that's filled with smog and like you're up against the, you know, smog covered wall and you'll get eaten if you have white spots. So all the moths in like New York City went from having white spots to being all black. Yeah. But I think with the snake, it's absorbing the toxic heavy metals in the water because no. the same thing is happening to pigeons. Pigeons in bigger cities are blacker. I thought that in the case of this particular um, creature, that what happened was there was a, um, a mutation mm-hmm. that made certain ones of them have the dark, what do, what do you call it, skin or yeah, whatever? Yeah, scales. 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 And that those ones were able to still be um, camouflaged. Mm-hmm. And so then it's just a case of natural selection where then they were able to breed more and then eventually the white ones died off. I don't, I didn't get the impression that it was them absorbing it. That's terrible. Because. It's even worse. 
I read further into other articles on industrial mutations. Okay. And it says, unexpectedly, Parisian pigeons provided a clue. In 2014, researchers showed that blacker pigeons had higher levels of zinc and other heavy metals in their feathers than their counterparts. And that's because the melanin, the pigment that gives the black feathers their color, is also coincidentally good at binding to heavy metals. So anywhere that has high levels of toxins and heavy metals will become darker because they're absorbing those... Isn't that gross? Mm-hmm. The, so yeah, you've got two terrible. things at work. Right. So Ugh. we're living... In, our whole world is on fire. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> the yeah. point. I just was riveted by that story because I was just like, Dang. And that's uh, oftentimes we know natural selection is happening, but very few times can we observe it within a, fast. Yeah, very quickly. And those snakes are good and moths are really good. And yeah, it's exactly like they become blacker in so they can hide because it's like ash and kind of makes you think like you see, have you seen the movie Wally? Yeah. You know how in the future it's like they look out, it's like gray everywhere. Yeah. This is a real bummer. Ugh. Let me change the subject. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a funny story. I oh. was wondering, like, your thoughts. Oh, I, great. Lincoln and I go once a week to this restaurant, just mm-hmm. he and I. Mm-hmm. And we always sit at the chef's counter and... Wait, what is the chef's counter? Um, it's like, it's kind of like a bar, but where they cook on the other side rather than have alcohol. So the Mm -hmm. chef's, like, Mm -hmm. making salads or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, they do. Mm -hmm. And Lincoln likes to watch them work, so it's great entertainment for him. And uh, he likes to talk nonstop, so (laughs) then it gets me off the hook for five minutes while he talks to these other people. And so... (laughs) I love this. Everybody's happy. The chefs are always charmed by Uh it, so it's whatever. So they all know us now, and Lincoln's, like, the GD mayor of Redondo (laughs) Beach, I can see that. As an aside, by the way, my friend Matt, who always listens to our show, pointed out how I said I wasn't going to swear in one episode and like got mad at myself for, I think the word maybe I said was jackass. Oh, no, it was dipshit. And Uh I was like, oh, I'm supposed to not swear. And then he said, earlier in the episode, I had already already said deep, deep dickens or (laughs) something like that. So anyway, we're sitting there and... The one guy that works there, I'm going to take a picture of him so you guys can see. Oh, yeah. He looks like one of the Hanson brothers from the <gasps> band Hanson. Mm, yeah. Real cute, real sweet. And he's also from the Midwest, and he came from a huge family just like those Hansons. And he would... Just I start humming mbop, and if he hums along, Well, Hansen I asked brother. him, I was like, does anyone ever tell you you look like this? And he said, Never. Liar. <laughs> then the other guy goes, who is that? And I'm like, you know, they sing Mbop. And he was like, I don't know that song. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying. What do you mean you don't know He Mbop? goes, I'm 19. <gasps> and, then, and, then, and then I was like, so what? I, I know who the Beatles are even though, I, right? Right? Even as I was saying it, I'm like, why do why do I ever talk? Did, I'm so did dumb. Did you really just relate to equate the Beatles to us? But the larger point was just that I wasn't alive for a lot of music that I love. Like, as if you can only know right, about. Right. But I was so also embarrassed. Also, as if the, uh, Hanson is like... The Beatles. Yeah. They are, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we still had pop-up video, he would totally know who the Han- who Hanson was. I mean, that song is 
still played. It's really good, too. Have you heard it recently? It's just as good. I mean, that is a catchy little ditty. Sing in my bedroom. You know, this is the part of the show where Adam will add the real song and will surprise us. Uh, no idea what the lyrics are. Neither did they. Sing, oh yeah, sing, um, I have no idea what the, I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, he didn't know the song. Uh, well, neither do I, so. <laughs> and she was alive, barely. Oh, that's funny. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, what else you got? Are we fresh out? Well, I'll tell you, remember... I think I, I'd just like to give you, like, a general update. Remember I was talking a bunch of shit about how uh, my husband is, like, a big old baby? Yes. And how, right. like, um, he should stop complaining. And uh-huh. then I did this whole thing about how, like, women, men have lower pain tolerances as women. Um, uh, well, we just got out of surgery this morning. <laughs> he had a, you know, a fusion of his C5 through C7 vertebrae. So I need to shut the heck up. So it turns out he was not being a baby. You were being a bitch. Total bitch. I was like, grow a pair. And he was like, I've been growing a whole bunch of weird things on my back and now I have to get them removed. Thanks. Oh my God. That's terrible. Yeah. I'm surprised that you are even in this position because you're, you know, you fancy yourself a compassionate woman, don't you? Yeah. But but what not with your husband? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? He's kind of resistant to, he he's... Because, like, when he's regular sick, he wants to be taken care of, but, like, on his own terms. Like, he wants to be taken care of, like, but it's more like, oh, go get me this. Oh, go get me this. It's not real taken care of. It's just kind of like, I don't Him know. Him bossing you around. Yes. It feels yeah. like I'm just an employee. This is, like, he needs. Uh-oh. I mean, he cannot turn his head for, like, the next month and a half and can't lift anything over five pounds for, like, Three to four months. Yeah, that's going to be a bad... They said nothing heavier than a coffee mug. Come on. Yeah. So I have to lift everything. So I'm going to get so buff, so look out. That is ridiculous, though. How could most people go on with their life? Well, I said, thank God I didn't get pregnant. Right. What if I had a baby? He wouldn't be able to hold it for the first freaking however many months. Yeah, they don't hold them anyway. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) That's funny. We had like a mixed reaction to that. Some of the guys that listen were like, you're totally right, men are babies. And some were like, hey, no, we're not. We're tough. Yeah. Maybe you married the wrong man, you know? Uh, Ah. So that was a mixed reaction. Hmm. Wait, oh, our friend Doug. Yeah? Who often writes in uh, to us. After episodes, let me tell he made some good points recently. And he, so this keeps coming up, but remember yeah. the episode where I talked about my, my boobs yeah. and how like I felt like it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't thing where Correct. like, like people make fun of you if you're flat chested, but then if you get a boob job, you're, you, Total you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so he made a really good point because he's an older fella compared to most of our listeners. Got, not compared to like, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Who's somebody who's really old. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but he said that maybe it's not exactly the same comparison, but that the no win type of thing for men mm. is baldness. He's a bald man. And he said, like, if you're bald, people make fun of you. But if you get, like, plugs oh. or, like, wear a rug or something, people mock that, too. I thought that was a really good point. Oh, you know what? That is a good point. That I hadn't thought about. We totally do that. But only to the men who are holding on to the bald, like, bald but don't shave their head. Because mm. would you ever make fun of a man who, like... No, but I think men make fun of each other. Oh, do they? Yeah. I think it's like a thing they do. You know what? You might be right, actually. Because, and also, it's a very... It's just, the funny thing is, is I think, I, I think men see it almost as the symbol of masculinity, but... At the same time, usually men who isn't there something about the higher levels of testosterone? Yeah, are men who bald? No, that, opposite. I think because oh. that's why it's when they're older, when their testosterone decreases, they lose their hair. Yeah, older men lose oh. their hair, not young men, old men. Yeah, but I I thought something about like um, if you have high levels of testosterone, then you lose then you lose your hair early. No, because you know how women get hair. Wait. Right, good point. Yeah. Because my brother lost, had, was bald by the time he was out of high school, and they said it was probably because of higher testosterone levels. Oh. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was lower. I do this all the time. No, no, I, you up. could be absolutely right. But anyway, he made another really good point. We will look up that yeah. bald thing because I do want to know yeah. the answer to that. He made another really good point because he said about the whiny guys thing. Oh, the voice. Wait. Sorry. No. no. What men what being we were, whiners being babies about being sick. Got it. He thought, he has a theory, which is, he's overgeneralizing, but Mm -hmm. that he thinks men are usually better with injuries, likely because of the masculine image of aggression, like scars and Mm. casts and the like, but sickness have no visible traits, so they just look weak. I don't know. Uh-huh. And women don't like people noticing the physical imperfections of a scar oh. or a cast, but internal issues can be hidden and not... I don't know. It was like kind of an interesting yeah, theory. Interesting, interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some truth to that. Uh, I Did I share here about compart- men being better at compartmentalizing? Maybe. Okay. Well, I, maybe I didn't share it on here, but I did share it in the waiting room with the volunteers and the other people waiting to get surgery. And it was like a split audience, 50% men and 50% women. And uh, I was like just talking to one woman, but really to the whole entire crowd. You know how you do that? Like I'm like aware that everybody was listening, but it was like just me and her. And I wanted everybody's opinion in the room. <laughs> so, nobody else was talking. And uh, so I was talking about how my theory is, and you know, however, this is just my theory. Uh, men are really good at fixating on one thing at a time. Like when they give, the, and I notice this because when my husband's working at home, he can only be focused on work, and he can't bother to put his dishes away in the sink. He's like, he, I, I can't even. He, like, put the toilets down. He can't. The only thing he's thinking about is, like, work, 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 work. Okay. He won't let the dog in, blah, blah, blah. But then if he, you know, is watching, like, a football game, the only thing he's thinking about is football. He's very focused on whatever he's doing at the time. He's, like, good at putting things into little boxes. And so I think when he's sick, he's only focused on, like, when he's feeling ill, he's only focused on being ill. Whereas hmm. women... We have, to, we have to be the champions of multitaskers because with kids running everywhere, like 
we can't take a day off. We can't, we've got to work while also mixing the pot of soup on the stove, while also tending to the crying child, while also making sure that, you know, I don't know, fill in the blank. Like we're doing like a thousand million things. So women are better at, at being, having their attention in a bunch of different places. So we're only giving like 20% of our attention to the sick part. Mm. And I think men are giving a hundred percent of their attention to the sick part and 0% of their attention to anything else. You know, it's all theory. I don't know. You know, it's always fun to try to figure it out though. But everybody in the waiting room said, I'm with you. Agreed. (laughs) Even the guys, even my father-in-law was like, yeah, you're you're right on that one. All right. Well, maybe we're cracking the case here. We don't know. Wide open. Don't forget to subscribe and uh, leave wow. us a five-star review. We love those. Tell a friend. <laughs> this is the end. Oh, my God. I could have a closing song. Okay. Oh. This is oh. the end. Make sure you tell a friend. Until I see you next time. Something, something. See you again. Beautiful. Voice of an angel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.